one of the common themes of my interviews with others were, again, talking about the land, talking about how those mountains feel like home and working the land, recreating on the land, and also the bond of a girl and her father. And so I thought it was very fitting as I talk about my trip with my father and how West Virginia impacted me that summer. I want to bring you my interview with Denise. She's also known as Blondie and Boots on Instagram. Uh, she's a Hiker Babes ambassador. I've interviewed her before for the podcast, and I will put a link in the show notes for you to go back and listen to her. She's currently residing in Indiana, and uh, she gave me a lot of great tips about hiking in Indiana. But for this interview, we chatted about Appalachia and the land and that moment when you see those foothills and just the peace that it brings. Well, that's super relatable for me because I feel like my strongest ties for like the Appalachia area, which I intermingle Appalachia and Appalachia depends on where I'm at. So I guess I should, I'll start with that. So I'm based in Indianapolis, Indiana, but my family is from Kentucky and my father now owns 40 acres in the foothills of Appalachia down off, down in Albany, Kentucky or Clinton County. So it's like super far South and then kind of central East ish. Like it's not quite to Daniel Boone, but we're right there in the foothills and we've been down there at least 10 to 15 years now. But to me, like that whole area is home. That's more home to me than Indianapolis. That's where I go to find my peace, where I feel most centered. And then like my dad and I's relationships, especially as adults, like we have become so close in all of the work that we do down there. He raised me to be very self-sufficient, to learn how to do things on my own. I knew how to like change the oil in a car when I was 13 couldn't really apply it, of course, <laughs> and didn't for many years. <laughs> but he always taught me how to be, how to do things on my own, especially like everyday easy things. And so the property that we have down there, everything that we do is by hand. We have built on like additions to the cab cabin completely by hand. Him and I, we have dug fence posts, we have laid gravel, we have clear trails, and it's something to me that's like a core part of who I am and who my family is by doing all of that work together as a family. And then ultimately hoping to have something to pass down to like future generations and stuff like that. So to me, it's like a big sense of home. And then with that, my identity. And is your father from Kentucky then as well? Yeah. Yep. We're all from Kentucky. Like we can trace our lineage back and we came over like in the 1700s and we were on the East coast um, in North Carolina. And then the family immediately moved to Kentucky. And it wasn't until my parents' generation that people started to move up to Indiana. And that was all for work. Do you feel like kind of like that you have some um, responsibility in a way to carry on some of, of his traditions? Definitely. I feel like it's a big responsibility, but it's something that I'm so happy to 
like have a part in like having there's like a sense of pride that comes with everything that we've done and all of the literal blood sweat and tears that have gone into every project we've completed I go down my dad's in his 70s now so now I'm the one who's going down on a monthly basis to really maintain everything for him so that he doesn't have to do it anymore and I love having that responsibility because it just, it's just become such a big part of like who I am and my identity. I don't know what I would do without it. <laughs> how do you feel by working the land? How do you feel like it's changed you or what has, how has it impacted your life? I feel like it's given me just like a whole nother, it's given me like a purpose. It has given me a purpose. A thousand percent it has. It's given me something to strive for, to work towards, to learn about. I feel like maybe I'd almost become somewhat stagnant in life and just going through the motions and stuff like that and never really like fitting in. Like I never, I'm not a big city type of person. I've always enjoyed like traveling to like the far reaches of places and not necessarily the touristy destinations and stuff. So having a place like that now, that's a part of our family and where we're from and our history and all of that, I just feel like it gives me such a sense of belonging. And I love having the responsibility to take care of something like that and to do good. And I feel like we're making an impact on the world by being self-sufficient and leaving our mark in a way that's better for future generations, not just our own, but others around us and stuff too. So is there a favorite like meal that you share with your dad? I would say it's anything that he smokes on the grill. I'm not a grilling person. Like that's just not my skill set. So he, I mean, he has smoked everything from like turkey burgers to chickens to, I mean, you name it, it's been smoked. And that's something that he does that I enjoy enjoy to eat (laughs) it's just not my skill set so being able to enjoy that when we go down I feel like that's always when I'm planning out like what groceries do we need to get here that we might not be able to get while we're down in Albany I'm always like oh if dad's going to be there then we'll definitely smoke something one night so we can cross that off the list and that's definitely the meal from the area that you're in or that you know go to in Kentucky what do you wish people like knew about it share something that you think people don't understand or you know maybe don't have a good like feel of of what that land is about I feel like there's there's tons of history on the land from um which there's from like Native American tribes and like how they used the land to traverse through the state of Kentucky for their shipping needs for lack of a better word so they could communicate with other tribes and stuff in the area there's a whole i believe it's called the warriors path trail that the state of kentucky is working on right now through the eastern half of kentucky and it was like a major line of like distribution and goods and stuff like that for native american tribes so like there's like that deep rich history for kentucky and things that you just i feel like aren't talked about as much on the east coast period i feel like you hear a lot about it uh, you hear a lot about like native tribes in the western part of the u.s and here it's just you don't talk about it that much for whatever reason so there's that deep rich history and then from a today's standpoint i would say the biggest misconception is 
when you're driving down there, you're driving through the hills and the hollers of Kentucky. You're driving by cattle farms, corn farms, soybean farms, all different kinds of huge farms in small towns. And that's, I feel like that's the impression. It's like small town USA. There's nothing here except for farms. <laughs> Why would anybody go there? This land is like the richest and like natural beauty. I've been, um, I'm the hiker babes of Eastern Kentucky chapter. So we're all along like the Eastern half of the, of the state of Kentucky. And we've got like the state's tallest waterfall within like an hour of Albany, Kentucky. There's Cumberland Falls, which is the Niagara of the South. And there's like these natural land arches that are just massive that you just don't have just north of you. And it's right there being in that foothills area of Appalachia and stuff. So there's more to it than just the little farms that you see. And there's way more to it when you dive into the history of stuff. Like it's just the area is so rich and so much to learn about. And I don't know if that's because I didn't grow up there, <laughs> but I know it's not stuff that I learned about where I grew up in. So it's, there's just so much, I guess. So what's your favorite uh, trail down there? My favorites so far have to be just like the whole area of like Daniel Boone National Forest. The area is highly concentrated in waterfalls. That's not something that we have in Indiana where I grew up. So that has been completely amazing to me. And then my favorite kind of like hidey hole, I guess, is what I would call it, is down um, the back of our property. It drops down into a ravine and it's an area that led into the Warrior Pass Trail. And you can see all these like hideouts in the stone walls next to you, like not full caves, but like rock overhangs and stuff. So for me, it's always kind of cool to like wonder like who was here before us. And then another thing I've learned is we've got these random patches of like daffodils, like deep in the woods. And those were more than likely the sites of like old, like pioneering homesteads, because that's how they kind of marked where their properties were. So those like random bunches of daffodils that we find back there and then seeing like these cutouts and like the overhang and you just kind of wonder like was anybody ever up there like hiding like watching for like bison to move through like elk like I don't know it's kind of fun to imagine who was there before you and all the footsteps that you're traveling over I guess yeah so it sounds like you have access to also like yeah rich history of on that land of you know yeah. like you said the homesteads mm -hmm. and I'm sure uh, you could find a few artifacts out there yeah yeah, yeah. we found some arrowheads and stuff like that um we've got a cave on our property that we're surveying and we have found we're not exactly sure exactly what we have found we've sent it out and sent people emails and stuff like that to find <laughs> out but it's things that look interesting that could potentially be like bowls or pieces of bowls like just the way like the stone and like wood has been like carved out and it could also just be something from the 60s that somebody <laughs> left in there. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's fun and it's fun to explore and find things and stuff like that, definitely. Does your dad tell you any stories of growing up or his grandparents? Is there a, a story you can share at all? So one story that sticks out to me is my grandmother lived 
in northern Kentucky at one point, close to the Cincinnati area. And she was telling me this story years ago about how she used to walk to the Ohio River. And then she went swimming. And like now, because I lived in northern Kentucky for a time, like that's not an activity that people people partake in swimming in the Ohio River. Like it's not known for swimming (laughs) for various reasons. Um, But I looked into it and I found like where she was living. I was living at that time. I was living like a block and a half down the street from her old house, which had previously been demolished and like a neighborhood was built there and stuff. But she was within like 10 blocks of the Ohio river. And I remember the day that it clicked because it was when I was younger, it was just one of grandma's stories and I didn't know where she lived in Kentucky and it didn't make sense to me. But um, I remember driving to the side of her old house and then driving up to the Ohio river because driving every day, I'm kind of like, well, that's kind of far. And it was like 10 blocks or something like that. But I think that's the most memorable. And then I have um, stories from my mom's side of the family and then how they would go and like vacation on the Ohio River and stuff like that, like in the northern part of Kentucky. And that's what people did back then. So that must have been surreal, like being there and thinking that you were really following the footsteps of your grandmother that. I had I had no idea. I think I had been living in that area of northern Kentucky for about two years before I found out where she actually had spent her time in northern Kentucky. And when I looked up the street, I was like, there's no way that's the street. It was like the next street over. And I thought I was going to get lucky and like find an old house from like the early 1900s or something, late 1800s. And that, that wasn't the case. <laughs> but it was still crazy because that's exactly how I think like driving down that street I was like she probably walked this street for years back and forth to go wherever she needed to go and here I am driving it in a Honda Civic (laughs) like almost a hundred years later (laughs) I think uh so you said that those foothills feel like home uh Mm -hmm. to you when do you feel that? Like, where are you at? I, there's there's two spots. The first time we start seeing like the, so we travel 65 south. So when you're exiting Indiana and you start getting into Kentucky, when you start getting the, um, all those ravines and rocks up next to you, that lets me know like we're almost there. Like we're officially out of the flatlands of the Midwest. Like we're getting into some hills. And then when I finally feel like we're home is when we officially get off the highway, there's a racetrack gas station that we drive past. And then after that, it's farmlands for the next two hours of the drive until we get back to where we are in Albany, Kentucky. So I would say when we get off the highway and then while we're still on the highway, I know we're getting really close when those valleys start to open up and seeing all those rocks and the threat of rocks sliding off. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, those are the, definitely the two points every time that I'm always like, we're almost there. And then I'm like, we're here. (laughs) Uh, Did I got to ask you, did you, uh, you know, as, cause you had that was the property in your family when you were young as well. No. Okay. 
We did, but it was at a time when I was like a teenager and there was nothing on the land. So at that time, I didn't want to go down there and help. And I wanted to hang out with my friends. And <laughs> so oh, it no, I understand. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to ask about, because um, one of my favorite memories is like walking along like those dirt roads and like collecting rocks and you know, mm-hmm. just like the stuff you, that gives you that sense of place when you're you yeah. know, touching the the mm-hmm. land itself. So, yeah. 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 So, we didn't, yeah. my dad didn't get the property until I was probably in high school or college. And at that point, like college didn't give me the time mm-hmm. to go down there and do anything. They spent several years camping on the land, like in a tent until he got a shed and then they slept in the shed for a time. And then he saved up, had a small cabin built so that we could all sleep inside somewhere. It's been, ever since then, it's just been an ongoing process to build a little bit more without taking too much of the land away, just so that we can all be down there together and stuff like that. But it's something that I truly do appreciate now and wish I had when I was younger, but it is what it is. Do you think your kind of role um, hiking and and kind of exploring and how you got into Hiker Babes, do you think that um, had any impact on how you see the land now? I feel like the land in Kentucky is the first place that I really felt like I belonged. I mean, if you ask my dad, I've been asking him if I could just live there since I've been like a functional adult understanding like how the world works and stuff like that. But cause I just feel like that's where I'm supposed to be. And then growing up with, I mean, my dad's the one who took me camping and backpacking and hiking when I was a kid. And then I just went through my little high school and college phase where that wasn't cool anymore, so to speak. And nobody else was doing it. And um, so I got away from it and then I'm right back into everything that I love now as an adult. So I don't know, I feel like they both almost feed into each other. So like the hiker babes feeds into me being able to do and feel comfortable doing all of this exploring on unknown acreage and stuff like that. Like where we don't know what we're gonna run into in 10 feet. Um, But at the same time, I feel like having that experience and learning things like that with my dad gives me some of the skills to be able to lead women on hikes. So I feel like they're both right there working together all the time. I don't know that one does more than the other, if that makes sense. It does. It does. Okay. Well, thank you, Denise. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing. sharing Yeah, absolutely. Always happy to talk with you. It's always a good conversation and I have a good time with it. So I appreciate it. So until next time, see you on the trail.